You're listening to episode number 48 of Radical Shift, and this episode is how to create your own golden goose through the power of giving and receiving. So if you are feeling like there is not enough money, time, sleep, energy, you are going to love this episode because it's not about how much you're receiving right now. It's about how much you're giving. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and it is so awesome to have this time with you right now because I am telling you, I am so grateful that you are investing in yourself, in your education, in your knowledge, your well-being, your spirituality, and that is huge because society has kind of taught us that once we're done with school, we're done with learning, and it's the exact opposite. Once you're done with school, once you're done with that institution, that's when the fun learning begins, and I am so honored to be a part of that in your life. Now, in this episode, what I want to give you is what they call the golden goose, the, go- the goose who lays the golden egg, the, the way to always ensure that you have riches and wealth and abundance in your life. And that is the giving and receiving of life. Um, in shaman, they call it Aini or the reciprocity of life. And I like to just call it the ebb and flow. It's giving and receiving. Now, most people are either giving too much, right? I don't know. There's so many people I know that just give and give and give and give and give, and they're almost a doormat. They're just a doormat for other people. And if this, if you can resonate with that, you are going to love this episode. Or maybe other people, they, they believe they don't have enough to give. They don't have enough to, to offer, or they have to wait until they get more before they can start giving. And if that is you, you are going to love, love this episode. But also there's another group of people who they only give with this idea of, well, what am I going to get in return? And many of us have dealt with those sort of people over and over again. And maybe we've been there ourselves. I'm not going to give into this relationship unless I'm getting something in return. Now, there is something to be said about relationships. If a relationship isn't giving you anything, that's not a healthy relationship. Okay. And we will get more into that in this episode. But what I want to talk to you about is how to, how to give, what to give, and how to receive, how to know how to receive, because you have to do both parts. If you break that chain, if you only give and you don't receive, then you're breaking the chain. Or if you're only receiving, if you're one of those people that's just constantly taking and your mind isn't switched into giving, uh, then, then you're breaking the chain as well and you're actually cutting yourself off from wealth. You're actually cutting yourself off from abundance. So Many years ago, when I was working with Microsoft, they flew me to Bangalore, India to help build up a business relationship with an organization there. 
So I jumped on a plane. I, uh, it was delayed. I think I was supposed to land at about two in the morning and I didn't land until about seven in the morning. Well, little did I know at two in the morning when I landed, when I was supposed to land, the office and uh, the CEO and a few other people were going to meet me at the airport. Like give me this amazing welcome at the airport. And they waited for hours at the airport. Now, I can't imagine that happening anywhere else where people would come at two in the morning. They'd be like, get your Lyft, get your Uber, you're good, honey. But they came to the airport and they were waiting forever. And they there was no information on the board. They couldn't get any information when my plane was arriving. And then when they finally did get information that it wasn't arriving till for a few more hours, they decided to go home. So I arrive in India. I did not expect them to be there. I just got my taxi, went to the hotel, freshened up, and then went to the office. And when I arrived in that office with many of these employees getting hardly any sleep because they were waiting at the airport for me, I was greeted like I've never been greeted before. I was given trinkets. I was given flowers. I was given uh, chai tea. I was given all these things. Each person, they bowed a little bow and they gave me a gift. And there was like some 30 or 40 of them. I felt like Gandhi walking into that office. I was just amazed. I felt so great. And as the the few weeks carried on, those people became like family. They went out of their way. They invited me to weddings. They invited me to birthdays. They took me to the markets so I could buy some saris. So I had clothes to wear to these events. They took me out to restaurants. They took me right into their lives. And I can tell you hand over heart, when I was traveling either to New York or Paris or uh, LA or any other place, Normally, what would happen is I'd go to the hotel, I'd go to the office, I'd let the secretary know that I was there for my appointment, and lo and behold, I would sit in a waiting room for a good half hour while I waited for the person who I was going to meet, get to the office, check their email, and then finally make their way to see me. So the difference of the two worlds are night and day. Now, well, I will never ever forget those people in India. I will never, ever. I mean, we had the best working relationship because they gave without looking for anything in return of receiving. That was just how they naturally were. They were so excited to have me there. Now, the other part that I want to tell you is how I found a way to give back to them, not through business deals or anything like that, but in uh, recognition. And so coming from the Western world, these 35 people had names that I could not (laughs) pronounce or remember. And I kept stumbling over them during the three weeks that I was there. I was constantly messing up their names. And so apologetically, I just really, really loved to get people's names right. But as we sat there on the last night and all of us, all 35 of us, 40 of us around this massive table in a restaurant and laughing and joking and eating this beautiful meal, I sat there and I went around the table silently saying each person's name in my head over and over and over again. And then at the end of the meal, I stood up and I gave a little thank you speech and I looked at each person in the eye and I said thank you to each one by their name. I called them by name and I thanked them. And I looked at the next persons and told them their name and thanked them and went around the table with 35 people, did not mess up a single name and the joy in their face, the, the excitement, the, the, 
the love, the appreciation filled the room. So when we think about giving, it doesn't always have to be monetary. In fact, one of the best things you can give another person is your attention and time. Everybody wants validation. Everybody wants to know that they have a purpose on this life. Everybody wants to know that they're making a difference. And if you can just take a minute out of your day to let people know that, to look them in the eye and thank them, that is part of the golden goose. That is just a small part of that golden goose. So not too long ago, I was at a conference and I met a man who runs multi-million dollar businesses that are in like the hundreds of millions of dollars. He's the CEO and businesses hire him on to like grow their businesses. And needless to say, many people at that event wanted his time and attention. And I met him and I saw his wife standing there and his wife said something kind of quirky and funny and I loved it. I thought I just ate it up and I just started jamming with her and talking and getting to know her. And she and I spoke for maybe an hour and a half. I had no intention of getting to know her to sweeten him. No intention at all. She was quirky. She was weird. And I loved it. And I just wanted to get to know her. That's it. Now, normally when he takes her to conferences, she's ignored. Nobody talks to her. She's a shadow. In fact, people push her away thinking she's just another person trying to get his attention. And it drives him nuts. So he saw her talking to me and she and I get on well and we went to dinner together. We got to be friends. And I run into this man at another conference and he says, look who's here, my wife again. And needless to say, we spent the entire conference together. It was super fun. It was joy. It was just awesome. Now, fast forward a few months, I find myself in a business predicament that I don't know who to turn to. I don't know who has been down this path before that I can ask for help. And he comes to mind. He just drops right into my mind. I'm like, of course. So I look him up. I leave him a message and I just say, you know, I'm so sorry to bother you, but I'm just wondering if you could just give me 30 seconds of your time for some advice. He not only gave me 30 seconds of his time, he gave me his personal number and he sat down with me at 7 a.m. on a Monday morning for a good hour going through all my options. Not only just once, but over and over and over again. So the key message here is to not just give, but give without expecting anything. So many people give with the expectation that what is in it for me? What am I going to be able to get? But if you give without expecting anything in return, you're actually recognizing that the universe has an abundance. It has an abundance of whatever it is that you are giving. So if you're giving your time, you're recognizing that there is an abundance of time and I can give you five minutes. When you recognize that there's an abundance of time, you're going to start seeing more time. Do you see the patterns here? If you're telling yourself, I don't have the time, your brain is going to go, yep, okay, you don't have the time. We are going to make sure that you have no time. But if you tell yourself, I have plenty of time, I can pause for 15 minutes. I can pause for five minutes and talk to this person. I can give them my time. Then what the universe is going to do is give you more time.
Now, let's look at it from a different perspective. There's many times when I show up on people's podcasts or in their groups or educational things. I appear on their stages. I, um, I don't know. I just help out. I give my voice and my message and I, I do it to their audience. I share it with their audience. And most times we schedule uh, a time for me to get on a, a Zoom call or a Facebook Live or Instagram Live or something like that. I get on, I give my little message, they promote it, and that's it. Now, there's a few people out there that will take five extra minutes, get on Amazon, and send me a $5 gift card or on Amazon, on Starbucks, on something. Just five bucks. That's it. And sometimes even just two bucks, right? Just to say, hey, thank you. Thank you so much for appearing. And it isn't so much how much money is in there. It's that they took that extra little bit of time to appreciate that I made my time. Now, not everybody's going to do that, right? Not everybody's going to say thank you to that regard. And those people are breaking the chain. So how many people do you know that you are constantly giving to? You're giving, like you're constantly calling on them. You're stopping in there and they always need more. When you give them like a little bit, it's never enough. The, the, the goalpost is constantly changing. It's constantly moving. And no matter how much you give, you're never hitting a home run. You're never making any strides. Now, those people are breaking the chain. And what you're doing is also breaking the chain by constantly giving to them. Because you are giving and giving and giving without filling up. The other half of this equation is receiving. And the first thing you need to do is to receive yourself, to give to yourself. You cannot give to anybody else until you give to yourself. You cannot even give to your children. You can't give to your teams. You can't give to anybody until you give to yourself. Give yourself that 15 minutes of silent meditation in the morning. Give yourself those walks. Give yourself time to read. Give yourself time to create. Give yourself time to just write or read or dance or listen to music. You have to fill your own cup before you can give to anybody else. Now, I practice with my business and with my personal life and with my own children's finances, I practice tithing. Tithing is a huge part of my life. So tithing is where you take uh, an exact percentage, no matter what, and you give it away. The way that I tithe is I take 10% of whatever I make in a month and I put it into a separate account and that account is strictly for giving away. I give it to my Uber drivers. I give it to my neighbors. I give it to extra to the babysitters. I give extra to the church. I give extra to um, nonprofits, anything. But that, that fund, I have to give it away. Now, the interesting thing is, is when I forget to take money out of my business account and put it into my charity or my tithing account, my business starts to decline. My money starts to decline. Why? Because I'm starting, I'm coming from my finances. I'm coming to my finances from a place of lack. When I think that there is not enough money to give to others, then there will not be enough money to give to others. My mind will not notice the opportunities where I can be receiving more money. My mind will only notice 
what is not the lack of money. I am programming my mind to only notice that there is a lack. So in the world that we live in, in society, we have been programmed to only notice lack. We are not programmed to notice the abundance. And if you need to start noticing abundance more and more and more and more, just notice the blades of grass, the number of leaves under tree. Those are physical abundance, the amount of water at an ocean. I mean, have you ever stood at the edge of the Pacific Ocean and it just goes on and on and on or flown over it? It just carries on and on and on. So when you're, when you're strapped with this not enoughness, either in yourself or in your finances, how much are you giving without this expectation of receiving? Many people who are in the law of attraction or um, that, that sort of... I don't know. We'll just call it law of attraction area where you can manifest money. And they're talking about, well, if you give and receive money. But a lot of times what they're doing is saying, okay, give with this idea that, hey, you're going to manifest a lot of money. It is not like that. It's such a fine little line where you give, you give to the people who are influencing you, who are making a difference in your life without any expectation without any idea, it will come back to you in the end. It always does. The only time that it will not come back to you is if you are only receiving and not giving back. If you're breaking that chain of energy, because it's all energy. And if you're believing that there's not enough and you're not, you're only receiving because you think there's not enough, or you're only giving with the goal to receive then that's a lack mentality and the universe is only going to back it up with more lack. So to recap, give without any expectations and give to yourself first. You cannot give from an empty cup. You cannot get up and give to other people, your family, your kids, your boss, everybody until you feel your own. And lastly, Be open to receiving. If you're one of those people who just constantly gives, constantly gives, and never receives, you need to start learning how to receive. So just this morning, I had some calls with a friend, and she is going through a very, very challenging time right now. Her whole life is getting disrupted. Her business, her home, her family, everything is getting disrupted. And every single day, I ask her, How can I help you? How can I be there for you? And many times she says, hey, just you checking in on me is enough, which I believe. But I know there's more. And finally, today, she said, you know what? I don't know how to ask for help. I just never have known how to do that. And we, as growing up, most of us have had parents who are so busy when we ask for help, they're like, figure it out on your own. Go figure that out. I don't have time to show you right now. And I will tell you hand over heart, I'm guilty of that right now with trying to run a business, a school and kids at home and everything else. I tell my kids, you got to figure it out. And a lot of times there is no problem in that. We got to let our children learn how to do things themselves. Absolutely. But there's also an underlining message that you cannot ask for help. It's bad and shameful to ask for help. And I will tell you, nobody can give you help if they do not know that you need it. 
They cannot give to you unless they know that you need it. So you need to ask. And asking is not showing a weakness, is not showing that you're not enough. In fact, it is just the opposite. It is showing that you are brave and you know where you need help. You recognize where your shortfalls are and you recognize when somebody else can step in. And when you allow somebody else to step in and help you, you are building up that chain again. You are letting them shine. You are letting them give. You are letting them produce more of that golden egg. You are letting them be part of that I need that we spoke about. So one more time, give without expectation of receiving, give to yourself, and then learn how to ask for help. All right, rock stars. until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, All you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at heycarlawhite. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.